Hi, this is Dr. Sean Handorp, clinical psychologist and health behavior expert, and this is the Motivation Made Easy podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you science-backed information, strategies, and inspiration to master your relationship with food so that you can feel in control of your habits, respect your body, and free your mind to focus on the things in life that truly matter. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I've had years of experience doing research and patient care in the field of weight management and eating disorders. So I've had the insider view on understanding what works and what we're getting very, very wrong. In this podcast, you'll find practical information and tips based on motivation science, interviews from experts, and stories from real people and how they've navigated their relationship with food. My goal is to empower you with information, inspire you to make changes that fit you, and feel 100% supported along the way. So settle in and make yourself comfortable, and get excited to learn and take action for a better, healthier, more energized life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Motivation Made Easy podcast. I am really excited to be back here with you today. I'm coming to this uh, set of recordings. Um, I'm trying to batch record my episodes, meaning I sit down and spend several, um, do several episodes in a row just because it is more efficient and I'm all about looking for ways to improve efficiency in my life, in my business, and also in how you approach your life, your day-to-day life, also your health. And um, so it's, um, I've talked about before, but I'm in a business training that really emphasizes that and I love it. And so I'm coming to sit down to record a number of these episodes. Um, Coming back from a break, I took some time off, which was wonderful and much needed. Uh, I absolutely love what I do now that I left um, the healthcare system and I've been on my own for uh, just over a year now. And I love what I do, but it's been really interesting because I've learned like you can still get burnt out even, and I, I don't think I ever got to like actual burnout. I just was sort of like, well, maybe I did, but I think it's all in a continuum. Like I always felt very engaged and really excited about what I was doing, but I was very fatigued and um, we put a lot of things in place that have made that a lot better. I have a small team now. I have um, interns that were helping me the last six months and then I have more amazing new interns coming in this first half of the year and also some team members on my team officially from the last intern class. So really, really feeling good here. Um, There is just so much going on in the world as I'm recording this now. Um, Our kiddos daycare is closed down due to more coronavirus outbreaks. And there's just, I, you don't have to tell you, there is so much going on in the world. There is so much, you know, physical illness, emotional pain, social polarization, blame, hurt, judgment going around. And it is a tough time to be a human. I think it's a tough time to be alive, certainly a tough time to be a parent. And I've been so incredibly grateful for this podcast and 
the work that I do because I love what I do so much and I've been able to, you know, focus on that. And of course, one of my goals is always also focusing on my personal life and being the mom I want to be. And it's an ever um, present challenge that I, that I struggle with and that sometimes I have a lot of shame about, but I've been working on that too. And so point is, despite the things going on in the world, I'm actually in a pretty good place because I have this podcast and like other things to focus on that are really positive and certainly have a lot of positive things in my life, like my family and my kids and people doing well. And, you know, I hope my whole point of saying this is I hope that you have something that you can focus on that feels good for you and, you know, not to discount or distract away from all the pain in the world and avoid it, but to continue to focus on. So maybe that thing is for you, you know, maybe it's even listening to this podcast or knowing that you're doing something for your health that's different than it was that you, it's different than diet mentality. It's different than the ineffective diet cycle. You're taking steps to move away from that. And this process does not happen overnight, but if you can acknowledge and feel good about the things you are doing and trust in the process, this process takes time. And it takes consistent effort in the things that actually work, like listening to this podcast or um, building trust with your body by actually responding to hunger cues or, you know, making time for self-care, whatever that looks like. And this process does work. I've never believed in it more. Um, so this episode, this is a long-winded way to say that this episode is about celebrating one year of this podcast. Um, we've been coming out, we came out with five episodes the first week when we started last year, February 1st, 2021. And we've come out with a weekly episode every week since then. And so today we're going to be celebrating. I'm going to be reflecting on my favorite episodes that we've done. And I'm going to make sure that you know about them and make, make sure that you go back to the ones that you need to go back to or that you benefit from listening to for the first time or even again, um, because I think some of them are really ones that are worth re-listening to. So I want to make you aware of like all the resources that we have in this podcast, because it is something I'm truly, truly proud of. Um, and it's been an incredibly meaningful experience for me. So Super excited to talk to you about that today. Um, so in this episode, we're going to cover my favorite episodes from the past year and why you need to listen to them. We're going to do Motivation Made Easy episode awards. So we're going to talk about the most downloaded interview and solo episodes, the most talked about episodes, then also um, Best Kept Secret Award, and then some of my favorites. And we're also going to go over top countries that people are listening from. And we're going to go over some main takeaways that I've learned in a year of podcasting. Next week, this is our part two of our anniversary or happy birthday to the podcast episode. We're going to go over some specific episodes that can be used for specific purposes that you often tell me that you have. So examples are helping yourself or often a loved one truly understand this approach and why it's incredibly evidence-based. So a lot of people are like anti-diet, non-diet, like I don't get it. What doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Intuitive eating, eat whatever you want. That doesn't make sense. And if you've been listening a while, you know that that's not 
what it's about. But it's hard to wrap your head around that. And so if you need help explaining it to someone, I want to gear you towards those the best episodes to do that. I'll also gear you towards the best how-to episodes. If you're like, Sean, I don't want to hear about the theory. I want to hear about how to actually change and make some shifts. Um, I'm going to gear you towards that in the next episode. And next time I'm going to just reflect a little bit about what I've learned about the field during this podcast and how my thinking has continued to shift despite being in this field for almost 20 years, um, actively in the field, not just reading self-help books about it. I've been sort of formally studying this for 20 years and um, my thinking has shifted dramatically in just a year. So I'm going to share that with you. And I'm going to share some truths that were revealed to me about truly sustainable habit change and what works and things that I'm really starting to fully understand for the first time now. And I'm going to share that all with you next week. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Do you ever worry that you're wasting your life? I definitely did. In fact, I wrote that in my journal many years ago when I was in the middle of the diet binge roller coaster ride. I woke up every day thinking about food, my body, and what I would eat that day to quote unquote be healthy. The notebooks I had filled with calories and points could fill up a spare bedroom. Social events and vacations immediately prompted the thought they will notice I've gained weight or I need to lose weight by then. Deep down, I knew I wasn't living life the way I wanted to, but I didn't know how to pull myself out of it. If this is you, I want you to imagine what it would feel like to feel empowered in your body and proud of your choices on a consistent basis. I promise you this is possible and it isn't too late. You see, dieting steals our motivation. It makes us ineffective and lose faith in ourselves. It keeps us spinning our wheels in a system that was never built to work. If you're ready to take that first step to motivating yourself with what matters to you, download my Cultivate Powerful Motivation Guide, which is quite beautifully designed if I say so myself, and walk through the simple three steps to cultivate motivation that works for you in 15 minutes or less. You'll get a simple formula to write one sentence at the end that you can use to motivate yourself on a daily basis. You can write this sentence on your bathroom mirror, put it on the background of your phone, or just read it and repeat it in your mind consistently. Look, I know how much it hurts to live a life worrying that you're missing out, not stepping into the person that you were truly meant to be. You can listen to the podcast all day, but taking that first step, putting pen to paper or typing on your phone, is required for true lasting change. It's time to start living, my friend. So it's 100% free. What are you waiting for? Grab your free guide today at drhondorp.com forward slash motivate. That's D-R-H-O-N-D-O-R-P.com forward slash motivate. And before we dive into today's episode, just a reminder that this podcast and corresponding blog are for informational and educational purposes only and should not ever be construed as any form of professional advice. If you are struggling in any of these areas or trying to figure out how this applies to your specific situation, always consult a professional for guidance. All right, let's dive in. All right, so we are going to get started today by talking about some Motivation Made Easy episode awards. So what I did for this is I looked at some of the stats and the data for what our most downloaded episodes were. So we're going to start with first our most downloaded interview episodes. And we have a lot of interview episodes, as you may know, 
I do some solo episodes, but I love interview episodes, so I've done many in the past year. And um, I will say that the ones that have been around longer have a, a bit of a leg up here because some of our, even our episodes that came out in January and right before um, this episode airs, they are excellent and they didn't quite have as many downloads because they haven't been around as long. So, um, you know, hopefully you've been listening to those. The ones in January this year are, didn't make this most downloaded list, but they are excellent. But drum roll, please. Our most downloaded interview episodes, I'm going to give you the top three. The first was the episode, actually this one was a ways back with Dr. Mary Dagan. Mary Dagan is, has her MD, she's a physician. I used to work with her and she uh, did an episode called What Makes Us Healthy. And this was a great episode. Dr. Dagan, um, this is episode 25. Dr. Dagan is not you know, officially a health at every size, weight inclusive physician by training. Most physicians are not. But we had this conversation about, you know, a lot of different things that myths and misconceptions about health. Um, we got her take on the body mass index and spoiler alert, she doesn't like it. Um, we talked and uh, just kind of productive conversation about, um, you know, she works in the field of obesity medicine. And so that's something that, again, a field that I came from, but I, um, I, I'd be curious to know what you guys liked about this episode because a lot of you listened to it, um, and I'd be curious to know your thoughts. But one of the goals of this podcast for me is just to have some conversations because a lot of people in medicine are not aware of this approach because they haven't been exposed to it. It's not because, and it's not because they don't believe in it. Um, they might have some doubts, or but also pretty much their doubts are usually due to misconceptions about it. And so that's one of my goals on this podcast. And um, I think this conversation was very, just really showed that, um, that it's, again, the physicians, everything that Dr. Jane and I talk about in this episode is very much in line with what we talk about here, which is, um, you know, challenging some of the myths and misconceptions. We talked about um, some of the myths about things like fruit and how, people stress about it being too high in sugar. And we talked about that. We talked about um, the importance of listening to your body. And um, yeah, so we talk about a lot. There's actually a really detailed blog post. This is back when we were doing more detailed blog posts for episodes. And so you can read about it. You can listen. This is a really good one to go back to if you missed it. All right. Next episode, most downloaded interview episode is Anique Besso, Health at Every Size. So this episode was actually episode 16. If you've heard Anique's more recent episodes, I had her back and we split the interview in two because there was so much to talk about. Um, but her episode has been consistently one of the most downloaded. We talk about health at every size, primarily talking about it in this episode as a social justice movement and why this makes sense. And, and so we talk about some of the myths about it, that anti-diet dietitians are anti-weight loss and the fact that that's not true, but we're just taking a different approach than the traditional weight loss paradigm and why that makes sense to do so. So this was an excellent episode. I've gotten a ton of good feedback on it. And again, that's why I had Anique back on. And um, we also have some great episodes with her that came out in December too. 
So make sure you check that one out. And if you already listened, it might be a good one to listen to again. And then finally, our third most downloaded interview episode is the episode that I did with Dr. Karen Stewart on ADHD, eating behavior, and weight, what you need to know. This episode was a really good one and somewhat unique because Dr. Stewart has a unique experience to bring to the table. Not only does she have a lot of experience in this field, she's a psychologist with similar training to me. She's worked in the weight loss surgery world. Um, and she has, she shares on this episode that she has had gotten a diagnosis of ADHD later in life and how that's very common, particularly for women, because the inattentive type of ADHD is often missed. So she talks about that. She talks about her experience with having weight loss surgery, and she talks about kind of the intersection between understanding how our brains work, understanding attention, and how that can influence eating behavior, lifestyle change, and just things that you need to keep in mind um, when we're thinking about these topics. And this is relevant for you um, even if you don't have a diagnosis of ADHD. So this is a really good episode. I learned a ton, and um, I know you will too. So make sure you check that one out. Okay, next up, most downloaded solo episodes. So these are when I go solo, talking about different topics. And um, the first one that is the most downloaded is, and this is actually the most downloaded, even though I shared it a second time. So I guess if you combine the first time I shared it and the second time, it's very much the most downloaded This episode is entitled Transforming Fear into a Powerful Motivator. I would say this episode is um, one of the more personal episodes that I do. Um, Ironically, the first two most downloaded solo episodes are more personal stories, which again just shows that people like personal stories. But this episode is where I share about our family history, Um, and getting diagnoses of genetic conditions that increase our risk of cancer as a family. And also I share a little bit about how I had skin cancer. And so I share about how these things have influenced how I approach my health and in, and how looking at pain and looking at fear can actually be an incredibly good motivator if we remove it from the shame cycle, right? And so um, I talk about my own personal story, tell more detail there. And I would say this episode and this story is kind of the crux of what I do and what we talk about on Motivation Made Easy. We're talking about motivation in a very different way. We're talking about getting quiet, getting, you know, in tuned with yourself and what matters to you. And that might mean making contact with fears that you have. And, And that can be an incredibly effective tool to motivate change when we do it with compassion, even though it's uncomfortable. And so make sure you check that out. Um, It was a vulnerable episode for me, but I am as usually glad I do those episodes after the fact, even though they're somewhat challenging in the moment to share. And the second most downloaded solo episode is um, an episode I did called Four Reasons to Share Your Story and why I share mine. Um, And all of these will be linked in the show notes. That is where I share my story of moving out of the diet cycle in more depth and why the differences that made the difference for me and what 
were the key shifts that I made along the way? And what are the things that looking back, I know were holding me back and I had no idea they were holding me back. And so um, I hope that listening to that story, you can hear those themes and I sort of highlight them at the end of the episode, but I want you to be thinking about the themes and what might be holding you back if you're still feeling stuck right now, because the cool thing is stories allow us to learn from each other. So you don't have to be stuck in the cycle. Um, maybe you've already been stuck in it longer than I was, or maybe you've only been stuck in it for a couple years. I was in it for 13 years and you don't have to be stuck anymore. We just have to learn from what gets other people unstuck because these themes are very, very important. And that is why I do this podcast is the themes are starting to become very clear to me as I do this podcast, what keeps people stuck. And it's um, pretty cool because the more that we see that, and of course it's the, the shame cycle, right? And it's also the, the belief that something about our body is, is broken um, are some of the key things, but uh, I'll talk about what was most helpful for me in that episode. So check that one out if you haven't, or check it out again. And then finally, the third most downloaded solo episode is an episode that I did. Um, I forget exactly when I did this one. Let's check. It's called You Need More Accountability, but not the kind that you think. So it's kind of interesting. I did a two-part little series similar in that um, in that theme. And one was called You Need More Accountability. And then the other one was called You Need More Support the right kind. And um, they were both pretty highly downloaded, but the accountability one, oh, that was episode 23. And that was back in, uh, back in June. So it's been a while. So that one is, um, I got a lot of good feedback about that. And we'll talk about like what that is. And accountability can be shaming and diet mentality accountability and not effective, or it can be incredibly effective, um, holding space for doing the work that's actually going to get you where you need to go. Um, there's a lot of different ways to get more accountability. And that episode talks about what it is and how to get the kind that you actually need. Okay. Next, the most talked about episode. This is the episode that by far I've heard the most feedback from. And so these are people just saying, I listened to this episode and it really was super compelling to me. It was really, um, it really stuck with me. This story, I just resonated so much with this person and I just felt like we are the same. So I think this is just one of the coolest things about having people share their stories. Um, so this episode was the episode with Shadow Ball and I interviewed Shadow. Shadows, um, a lot of people I bring on the podcast are sort of like helping professionals or coaches or helping people in this area. Shadow is not, she's one of the people that just kindly came on to like, just share, just share her story because it might help someone. And Shadow, um, she did an episode called Fears and Objections about Intuitive Eating, Keys to Trusting the Process. And um, this was one of my favorite discussions too, because um, I, I think Shadow is just clear she's done a lot of work in this area, obviously, but she really is able to hone in on it. She's so honest about the challenges along the way. And so I think that is, I think a lot of people resonated with that because they see themselves in her journey. They see themselves with her, her objections she has about um, like this 
non-diet approach and intuitive eating, like, okay, that sounds great, like, to a point, right? And and so she's she just is uh, very candid about that, and it's a very, very engaging conversation. So please check that one out if you haven't, and particularly if you're in the middle of working the process of learning to trust your body, regain trust with yourself, and you need some inspiration, I think you're going to see yourself in a lot of her story. Um, I know I did, and I think you're going to love it. And it's just a fun conversation too. So make sure you check that out. Okay. And then next, the next awards are the, this was really hard for me. I, I picked the three episodes that I felt were most influential for me personally. And this was so challenging because I truly believe I was changed by all of these episodes in a very, very positive way. Um, but I made myself choose three. So drum roll, please. These are actually more recent episodes, I think, because as I do this podcast, it's a process of like me learning um, who I want to have on, but also where I want to learn more about things. And um, for basically the first three episodes of the new year, this year, January 2022, were some of the most influential episodes for me. Um, again, I'm like tempted to add more to this, add more episodes because so many were so good, but um, I made myself choose three. So these are the ones I'm going to talk about. The first was my discussion with Dr. Alexis Connison. We talked about her book, her new book, The Diet-Free Revolution. Uh, Dr. Connison is a psychologist with a similar background to me. So for me to talk about her and see her along her journey and moving away from the weight-centric approach to a more, to a weight-inclusive, health-at-every-size-based approach was just a fascinating conversation for me. We talk about a topic that is very interesting to me because of all of my years of experience in the weight loss surgery world. We talk about that. We talk about, you know, the potential synergy between intuitive eating, mindful eating, and pre and post surgery, like, and yet the potential concerns there and the potential mixed messages if we're not careful. So that is a really great conversation. I and mean, we talk about mindfulness, we talk about mindful eating and how helpful it can be when done in a truly non-diet approach. And um, so that one has already been very downloaded despite it being new. So you guys are already loving that one. But if you haven't listened, it's time to go back and listen. All right. And then moving on um, to, I will actually do the, um, the next episode right beyond Dr. Connison's episode. So the second uh, episode of 2022 was my conversation with Stephanie Michelle. Stephanie Michelle has an Instagram account that has, and she's a binge eating recovery coach. And she has really a fascinating story that I think for me, not only a fascinating story, but she has a really, um, a really incredible skill of breaking down the concepts of why an intuitive non-diet approach works for binge eating and why so many people get stuck. And, and she has these great questions that like I saw a post of hers. That's why I brought her onto the episode to break down some questions. If you're still stuck, you're saying I'm allowing all foods, but I'm still binging. What this, is this right? Like what's going on? Um, 
she has such great questions of helping you to distinguish what is truly allowing all foods, where we get stuck with that, where we might be only allowing foods during the episode of a binge, or we might be just continuing to use binge eating to numb out, and how that's very different from intuitive, mindful eating, eating with intention and intentionality without guilt, with presence of mind. She just hasn't really, um, one of the things I think about all the time now is how to, how, what are my strengths and what are other people's strengths? And Stephanie Michelle has a gift in this area of breaking these concepts down and she's giving away so much support like on her Instagram account for free. And we get the, um, the honor of talking to her about it. And also what's really interesting in that conversation is Stephanie Michelle did essentially, she said like 20, 25 years of like trying to get herself out of the cycle. And she did a lot of standard eating disorder treatment and it didn't work. And she reflects on why. And so this is another example. We got to listen to these stories and learn from people. And there's, there's so much that um, you're going to relate to in this and that you don't have to stay stuck as long as she did. Again, unless like, you know, many people that I work with, they're like, I've been stuck for longer. Well, you don't have to stay stuck any longer because we can learn from other people's um, experiences. Okay. And then the next episode I want to award, actually the last official award is the best kept secret episode. Um, this is the episode that probably wasn't downloaded as much, maybe because it's a little bit, the title itself is a little bit off of our standard topic of eating relationship with food, although it definitely relates to that. So this is the episode called Unconditional Self-Worth with Dr. Adia Gooden. Dr. Gooden is a psychologist who talks all about unconditional self-worth. She has an incredibly good podcast. And we talk about the process of developing unconditional self-worth and really getting into some like how-to of how you talk to yourself, how you could talk to yourself after, say, a binge episode to truly bring compassion to yourself in that moment. Because this is so hard, even for me, and I've been doing this work for a long time, and I don't, um, I still struggle with self-compassion in other areas, not with my eating, but Dr. Gooden has a, again, a really unique gift in this area to show us how we can approach ourselves with true compassion and how actually doing so is vulnerable. It's, it's challenging and how we're tempted to just like, you know, wrap it up and be like, just suck it up. Just you're fine and move forward. Or even I think for many of us, we, we learn to respond not as cruelly as we used to, but then we don't get to that next level of like actually responding to ourselves with our whole breadth of difficult, painful human emotions. And this episode is for you if you're like, how do I do this? How on earth do I actually respond to myself when I'm, I've just binged again. I'm so frustrated with myself. The pain and anger is it's so intense. And, um, I, I actually, what's, what's cool and, um, interesting about getting out of the diet binge cycle is like, you literally will forget how painful it is. Um, although I have other times when I'm 
I tend to beat myself up about other things related to parenting and work-life balance now. So I, I experience that pain in other areas and I have to use this self-compassionate framework in other areas. And what I was going to say is this conversation changed me and made me realize I have more work to do in that area. And that's good. It's a good thing. Um, so I'm not beating myself up for having more work to do, but being like, okay, like I have another level of work to do and that's a good thing. Um, because what I was doing last year is really beating myself up for not having better balance with my work and my um, being a mom. And it was a new skill and I needed to continue to practice compassion for myself. And I'm still working on that, but I've made progress. And this episode was part of that. It, it did help me tremendously. Um, so, so check that one out too. Okay. Now we're going to do awards or not necessarily awards, but just like, what are the top countries that are listening? Um, in case you're curious, I cannot tell anything, any details about, um, like who is listening at all, but I can tell like where you, what country you live in. So that's pretty much it. I can tell you what country you live in and I can tell, um, if you're listening from like an iPhone or if you use Apple or whatever, that's pretty much all I can tell. Okay. So. Uh, not surprisingly, the top country is the United States by far. Um, next, under the United States, there's actually a lot of listeners in Canada and India. So quite a few listeners down, um, downloads from those countries. And then after that, we have um, less, but also a good amount of people listening in the United Kingdom, Belgium, Australia, Germany, the Philippines, and Finland. So there's other countries too. Um, but they put they get lumped into the other country category. So those were the ones that were the top um, before it was just like all other countries downloads get lumped into a category. So I thought that was really fun um, to hear where people are listening from. So I thought you'd like to hear that too. Okay, to wrap up today's episode, um, some of the takeaways for me, and I'm going to share some additional takeaways next time. My main takeaways for today... I have never believed in this approach more. And if you know me, I'm not the most, I don't make broad, like bold, confident statements unless I really, really believe in them because I like to make sure I'm giving accurate information and I like to be intentional with that. And I have never believed in this approach more. And I believe autonomy and the concept of autonomous motivation is the key to the lock that makes all of these complex topics make sense. So if you're still confused about like how an anti-diet approach maps onto your life, it's about self-trust and it's about learning to trust yourself to make the decisions that work for you and your body. And it's about rebuilding the trust that is very, very often incredibly broken with diet culture and diet mentality and the way we approach weight is so external and it is so much, this expert knows the best way to go and they have the answers. I don't have the answers for your specific body and how you're gonna eat and move, but I do have the answers for the framework of how you think about it and how we reintegrate that trust. Trust takes time but I very much believe in this approach and it's, I'm seeing it work 
with my individual clients. I'm seeing it work with people in the program. I'm seeing shifts happen, but they're just, they're different than what we think of. Diet culture tells us success is weight loss, but success is not. Success is about the process and shifting and celebrating wins along the way, celebrating that we feel more at peace with eating decisions and that you can learn to trust yourself and knowing that that is things working. That is what we have to shift our view of what it means to have things working. And it's really hard. Our, our culture is an outcome focused culture and outcome is less controllable than the effort that you put in and the consistent effort that you put in that allows you to regain trust with your body is not easy. Um, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, but it's not as complicated as we make it because, um, I mean, there's complicated thoughts and emotions about it and there's pain and grief that can come up in the process because you wish you would have known these things sooner and all of that makes it complicated. But the actual process of regaining trust with your body is not as complicated as we make it. But most of us need a guide because we have been taught so many just crap messages in this area. And, um, it's exciting to, to unlearn it. It's exciting with all the freedom that you can free up for yourself. Um, and you know, it's totally worth it, but I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not gonna, it's hard work and, um, and it's uncomfortable and, but most things that are worthwhile are. And, uh, so I, that's my takeaway there is I've never believed in this more. And I'm super excited to continue to bring these concepts to you. Um, my next main takeaway is something I've kind of mentioned as I've been going over these episodes. Conversations change you in profound ways. And it's hard to explain, but I feel very changed and influenced by the conversations in this podcast. Um, also the conversations I have with people one-on-one. And, um, I think we can learn so much by listening and being curious. So, um, I am a huge Ted Lasso fan. I got like a free year of Apple TV with my iPhone that broke. And so I, that was exciting. And, um, apparently the, the quote he has on the show from this amazing scene where he's playing darts is, um, be curious, not judgmental. And it was, he said it's from Walt Whitman, but the internet says it wasn't from Walt Whitman. So regardless, it's a good quote though. If more of us could be curious about our own experiences and not judgmental and curious about others' experiences and not judgmental, I think we would solve a lot of the problems that we're having in health and wellness, but also other areas, right? Um, there's so much richness there, richness and opportunity for connection. And there's just truly conversations, not on social media, conversations via phone, via video, um, or in person. Those are what counts as conversations because you can hear the nuance in voice. I do not think conversations on social media are very productive most of the time. I think most of the time we used to take them off social media and do those other conversations. That's why our body respect program 
is more Zoom-based, more video-based now. I truly believe that that is crucial for change. Um, and connection is crucial for change. And I'm going to talk about that more next week. Like, what is the crucial things for habit change? But that's what I'll say for now. Okay. Main takeaway, there is a lot of good here. So see if you can't take some time to listen. Um, it's okay. We want you to eventually be taking action. But, like, just the action of listening, you're planting seeds. And um, just listening as you do laundry or do dishes or, like, just do whatever, um, it's, it adds up over time and you might not see it immediately, but trust the process, keep listening, go back to the good episodes. We got a good guide here. Um, and so happy listening. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for, uh, your support of the podcast. If you want to leave us an, a review on Apple, you just go to Apple podcast, open up your podcast app and scroll down and it'll say, it'll show you like how stars you can just give us a five-star review if you are so inclined um but you can also hit the little edit button that says write a review and you can type stuff in and you can share what you like and um this podcast is a lot of work i've said that before um it's so fun um but it is a lot of work and i'm getting more and more help with it so but it takes us as a team um 10 to 12 hours a week on average to produce an episode. So if you can take a moment to give us a review, that would be incredible. Thank you so much for being here. I'm grateful for you and have a wonderful day. If you're anything like me, you may at times really feel like there's so much pain in the world that it's pretty overwhelming. And even though I do my best to avoid the news, it's hard to avoid feeling helpless at times that you can't do anything to make positive change. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's one positive change that I've made in terms of where I buy my books, and I'd invite you to do the same. Bookshop is a website that supports local bookstores near you, as well as affiliates that work with them. So if you buy through the Bookshop link, you're going to be supporting local bookstores near you in the U.S. and Canada, and you're going to be supporting my blog and podcast. It's kind of like a tip jar. Did you know that if nothing slows their momentum, Amazon will have about 80% of the book market by the end of 2025? Look, I have Amazon Prime. I love the convenience, but this is a super cool way that you can do something positive with where you buy your books and support some really positive causes. Make sure you check it out. You can find all of my favorite books about health and wellness, but also about topics like courage, vulnerability, and even some of my favorite fiction and kids books for the times when you just need some fun, downtime, or some meaningful stories. My recent favorite is related to improving the quality of our lives and the way we use technology, and really doing so from a value-based place. No pressure. It's not going to tell you that technology is bad. It's just going to help you to evaluate for you where the pros outweigh the cons and where they don't. So if you believe in supporting local, controlling the things that you can, please consider buying your books through Bookshop and through the Psychology of Wellness link. You can find that in the show notes, or you can go to drshawnhondorp.com. That's D-R-S-H-A-W-N-H-O-N-D-O-R-P.com forward slash bookshop. Thank you for tuning in today. 
Your time is valuable, and it means so much to me that you're here. Despite the title of this podcast, many of our topics are not always easy. Change is hard, and let's face it, life and truly looking inward at ourselves can be uncomfortable. That's why I'm grateful. Grateful for you and your willingness to listen, learn, and keep an open mind. I invite you to learn more by going to drshawnhondorp.com or finding me on Instagram at psychology.of.wellness. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would be amazing if you could give it a review so more people can find it. Thanks, and I truly hope you have an energetic and inspired day.